Checking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Ignorant and Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We're coming to you live from beautiful Keystone, Colorado, here in Consensual Studios at 545 Productions. This is Ignorant and Uninformed, where you submit your topics and we turn them into our show for 30 minutes of unedited podcasting gold. That's our guarantee, unless I really fuck it up and I have to turn it off for a second. That is not your fault. That's not my fault. That never happened. But we are your fastidious hosts, Mr. Max Sarakistan Sarak. Welcome to You Are Doom. And uh, it's the doom implied. I am Ben Hollywood. You are Doom Whitmore. And we're joined in the studio by our very special guest, Mr. Outdoor Dave. Dave, thanks for being here, man. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Pray to me. Swear to me. Swear to me. <laughs> uh, this is your show. Uh... Max is going to tell you why. You are so vital to what yeah, we do here. Yeah, because these are all your topics. We have solicited from you, our wonderful and lovely listener. We have bribed you with free gifts, which up to now have been T-shirts, although we, we are ply open. ply you with T-shirts. Yes, we, impl- we ply, ply you with T-shirts? Ply you. Oh, we ply you with T-shirts. Ooh. It's, it's, ply, it's like to, you know. Entice. Entice, like, yeah, to oh. sway your direction. Oh. Mm-hmm. With T-shirts. Like you, you typically is like you... you Gentlemen callers ply ladies with flowers and bonbons. Mm. And... Okay. And I have two ply toilet paper. Oh. Two ply to- two ply toilet paper oh. on my butt. Or not to ply. Anyway, two ply or not. That is the question. And speaking of questions, you can get yours to us and get your free gift in Boosh. a lot of different ways. Yes. Uh, you can twank us on the Twitters Twitter. at Ig and Un and get your question to us that way. You yep. can hit us up on the Facebooks. You're old, right? Like we are. Uh, You're still on the Facebooks along sure. with your aunt. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and that uncle you don't like seeing at Thanksgiving, we all are. Uh, and uh, Just block him. Yeah. Just don't don't look at his posts. And so message, You're not like it. message the show because you're old like we are. And then you can uh, hit us up on uh, the old school emails, topics at ignorantanduninformed.com, or go to the website and click the topics button. Get your question to us, and we will give you a free gift. It it might be a thong. It mm, could be yes. a, a t-shirt. Perhaps a, tumbler, a coffee cup. A koozie? Ooh, uh, mm, I don't a know. Tumbler, a koozie. These a are thimble. all ideas. <gasps> oh, collectors. Mm-hmm. Col- oh. Collector's spoon. Oh, <laughs> a spork. An ignorant, uninformed spork. Who doesn't need one of Titanium. those? Titanium. Snow globe. Oh, see now. Here's the thing. Now we're just. Is that it's just got to be like you know thinking. these things get mailed. So like, hey, we don't make any money on this show. So like. I would prefer they weren't terribly expensive because, you know, right. our business model is atrocious. A precious moment's and, figurine. And second, <laughs> an American girl doll. And, <laughs> and second, uh, you know, shipping. So, like, Snow Globe, I like where your head's at, but, like, is that going to make it through the mail? I don't know. Come on now. Then you just get, like, a wet package full of glitter and <laughs> shattered dreams. <A> soggy postage. <laughs> All right. You can, can you read that? That is the tiniest. Is that a fortune glitter? cookie? That was. Did you write it? Max glitter. Not with that attitude. Glitter? Wait, huh? (laughs) I'm jamming full of mucilage. I'm sorry. I was staring at something else. I had no idea what you guys were talking about. I was about. referencing Frisky yeah, Dingo again. Just, yeah. if, you, if you want to understand how my brain works, watch both seasons of Frisky Dingo mm. and you will understand. 
Hollywood Whitmore a little bit. What uh, what what you got over there in your fingers there? Oh, oh I've got the topic for the day. And the, what, are we ready? Um, I, I don't know. Are we ready? Are, are we, we ready, ready for this jelly? Yeah, big ass dick beaters. I think so. Um, the topic. Uh, this this is a, this is a pointed question. Oh, yeah. from yeah, from from a gentleman named John. Oh, and this gentleman named John asks, "Who is your alter ego, Max?" We already know Ben and Benji are the ambiguously gay duo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's true. Shout oh. out to John Shoreling. Miss that kid. I he do was, too. He was in Summit County like I, not too long dude, ago. We were, didn't look yeah, we mm-hmm. we missed. We we texted back and forth to catch up, but then mm-hmm. like we were ships in the night. I was down mm-hmm. in Fort Collins. Uh, my alter Fault. ego would be a smooth talking, shady rogue. Is that's good at throwing knives and being cool under pressure would be so Han Solo is your shady is your <laughs> no no not I'm... a scoundrel so much shady more scoundrel more, more he's, scoundrel, he lives more in shady. a fantasy realm rather than more, no well, more criminal no 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 because like I actually uh, just recently I love me some CW trash and I started watching the the Legends of Tomorrow DC mm, Legends mm. of Tomorrow and. Uh, uh, the dude who was in Prison Break plays a villain that was also in Flash. Captain Cool? Yes. Yeah. He Captain may Cold. be That's my alter ego, the I way that that no is idea. played. Snart may have been his name, but like super cool and snarky and smart. And, and he has the uh, cold gun. He does have the cold gun. That's pretty mm-hmm. epic. So not Marlon Wayans from the D&D movie. Oh, <laughs> no. I don't even know if I've seen the D&D movie. I wow. Know. I you need to see it in its epic badness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Marlon Wayans is in it? Yeah, he plays a rogue, like this wisecracking. Mm. I think oh. it's it's one of the Waynes. I think it's Marlon Wayans. Okay. The guy from, like, Don't Be a Menace. I mean, would, sure. Whatever. It could be Marlon. I guess I watch a lot it of Wayans Brothers. Movies. I was going to say, it wasn't Keenan Ivory and no. it wasn't Damon. No. no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so like there, there's. I've always gravitated towards those like smooth talking, cool under pressure, uh, like good at throwing knives, uh, which is I guess the second time you said that. So it's very important. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I will. What is the throwing knife thing? I don't know. It's just something in my head that I've always like. It's somebody who doesn't get up in the shit but can still contribute. Yeah, Mm -hmm. possibly. They're not possibly. They're 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 Um, playing it safe and smart and epic. Yeah. So you're you're really more of a Will Scarlet fan mm. than of in in the Robin yes. Hood. Oh, okay. Venues of things, the wisecracking, roguish. Yeah. Uh, uh, kind of irreverent toward in in many ways yeah. towards authority for certain for sure. Yeah, and, I would uh, I would say so. Will Scarlet was famous for being a, a, a knife throwing mm. rogue. He was kind hmm. of the first one of the first archetypes of that hmm. character. Oh, I think I had no idea. So then, yes, I just think I would, of Christian Slater, and like I don't think in I, in uh, yeah. in uh, Prince of Thieves. Prince of Thieves, yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't see. I don't remember that. Movie. He's also a traitor. Like yeah, I mean, he kind of yeah. turns him in at, at one point. You uh, think he does? The but Judas. He doesn't really. Mm. He's the Judas character. Yeah. Mm, okay. Well, there's there's kind of like you know there's like the the uh, the Robin Hood is really the ranger archetype, mm-hmm. isn't he? Like sure. He's good, great with a bow, good with a sword, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. kind of the you know. Knows his way around the forest. There's little John, who's kind of your barbarian or fighter, just gen- generic bruiser tank kind of archetype. Friar uh, Tuck. Will Scarlet, Friar Tuck, the the uh, you know token priest character who's uh, bludgeoning weapons, and he he never uses a sword. So he just uses a club and his staff. Mm. And Achoo. Like that. 
Achu. Yes. No, of course. The, the, he's... I'm on the east side. Achu. I'm on the west side. It's... Dave Chappelle and Men in Tights. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. He's, Sorry. Now you're just thinking of... You're just thinking of... He's not really really a character. No. They added him for... Yeah. For comic relief. That's okay. <laughs> but there was... There was uh, the actual character in... Uh, in the Robin Hood character, in because when he was fighting the Crusades, he does get a Robin of yeah, Locksley. The guy that Morgan a, Freeman played. Yeah, what's his name? I forget his name. Brian Adams. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I don't remember, but but yeah, that, that's a character in the in the world of Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then there's like you know the uh, the 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 evil king or Prince John, and and then the Sheriff of Nottingham, who's kind of the the Second-hand villain of of mm. old. There's always that like henchman guy who still has a level of authority himself. Yeah, like the mall cop, the evil mall. Your the, heart the, out the, with the Grand spoon. Moff Tarkin to Darth Vader, mm. or the General Hux to Kylo Ren. Sure, the you know the secondary, if you, the, the secondary bad guy, if you will. Mm. So so John made quite the assumption in his question that we're mm. the ambiguously gay duo and that Benji wouldn't be here. Mm. Um, granted oh. that question is probably like five years old. That's, um, that's an old one. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, I dug deep in the bowl. I think it's great, man. So did I like that. Yeah. Um, I like it. We're going through, you know what? We're going through the archives. It's great. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm a, I would love, like I am a sneaky rogue, my alter mm. ego. Uh, yeah. what about you two? Do you guys, uh, way to if... deflect Max. <laughs> we already talked about me. I said the same thing twice already. You want me to keep going? Yes. <laughs> okay. The reason I feel like it's my alter ego is because they embody those characters that I like those characteristics I wish I had. Isn't mm-hmm. that the whole point of of an alter ego, right? Like isn't there some Yeah. Like there's something you admire, you see that you're like, "Ooh, oh man, I wish I could be like that." Because you're it's an alter ego. You're not. Mm. It's not your Right. It's interesting. Yeah, unaltered I, ego. it's an interesting. I like that little bit you put at the end because I've always struggled with the idea of alter ego. I've had idealized egos. Like, okay. if somebody asked me to like my idealized, I would be like Aragorn from the Lord of the Rings. Okay, you know, but only because I see that as a like an attainable kind of like. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, like the Very pinnacle, good. the pinnacle of like what I could attain myself, you know, oh. in a way. Although I wouldn't be like, you know, in some ancient like Dunedain fucking old like race, but you know, this idea of like, okay, I don't know, like this of idea, being, like the prodigal son returned to take the throne. Uh, a little bit of that, yeah. Okay. Like, I see, uh, like, I see like Dave finding more like the the protector <laughs> of the the weak and and the. You know, accepting of uh, a long forgotten destiny and, mm-hmm. and yeah, call to action. Okay, the call to action piece is something to... I, re- I relate to. Okay, yeah, yeah, and and the uh, and and the conflict the, that arises. The, the Christ within. allegory is is not necessary. Yeah. It's not lost on him. Let's say, but oh. uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I am Christ-like. All right, just get off, get off the cross, man. <laughs> Jesus, uh, yeah. literally. Okay, yeah. I mean that's an acceptable that's an acceptable yeah. answer. I feel like. If but I can never really quantify that until you mentioned the idea huh. of the alter ego being like this, like seeking out those qualities. That, it is. Yeah. It is yeah. kind of the qualities you see yourself uh, aspiring to, mm-hmm. I guess, really. Not 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 that you don't have them, but you don't have them in abundance or as much as you want. Sure. Might uh, mm-hmm. 
imagine. What about what about you, Ben? Thinking about that a lot, man. I think it it varies quite a bit. Okay. With me. Okay. Uh, I, I tend to gravitate towards those those you know reluctant heroes like Aragorn or, mm. or a Luke Skywalker type um, seeking the call to action rather than like the certainly the Gandalfs or the Obi Wans of the world the not the wise wizened old uh, guides mm-hmm. but. So now, because of the, my mind does go to Dungeons and Dragons frequently, like you just brought up, again, like have you ever played a wizard as a, in a no? I game? really don't relate to them. And well. you draw like you are almost always rangers, mm-hmm. of which Aragorn is. Mm-hmm. I a ranger in that mold, and like mm-hmm. rogues are like the first thing that I mm-hmm. gravitate towards in new systems, typically. Uh-huh. Uh, so I just th- I think that's mm-hmm. well, interesting. I, so perhaps, I tend to play. Paladins mm. and and fighters, the right crusaders, general. right? Yeah, I crusaders with a cause. Yeah, I, I definitely uh, I I like a good paladin more than I like a good fighter mm. because I you've got on your side. I think I identify with the idea of purpose that mm. you know, like a fighter just to mm. who's out fighting just for gain or renown or something is is not something that I would personally identify with. There's no nobility there. Not yeah, in like so the sense of royalty, but in cause. Well, I think yeah, fighting for righteousness and and good in general, I think is probably something that I'm more align akin to, hmm. uh, or a, more akin to aspire to, I should say. Okay, and do more you, likely to aspire? To. So, do you think there's similarities then in? I think it's why the I, I find the Jedi in Star Wars so intriguing as well, like because they certainly are fighting for this what they think is the sense of good. Now, whether or not that's entirely what they ended up fighting for is questionable but or what the consequences of that fight ultimately ended up yeah being. right yeah yeah those are but, all well without but i think their intentions were to fight on the control. side of good and mm-hmm. and be good for goodness sake neutral good mm-hmm. you know what i mean there's an element so i just got finished reading uh an awesome book that was all about trickster mythology Huh. And, like, the role of tricksters in creativity and stuff. And I found myself very strongly resonating with a lot of the ideas in there. And I think looking at uh, those archetypes of the rogues that that I am drawn to, there is an element of bending rules and, like, fulfilling that trickster role. So there is an element of – Now, speaking of throwing daggers and, and that type of – character loki is actually mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The especially guy. this most recent incarnation of uh tom hiddleston's loki in the marvel films mm-hmm. the mcu uh what do you do you like that type is that character appealing to you in, in a certainly very different universe but a lot of the same archetypal uh, behaviors yeah sort of like not as much like i don't i feel like i don't there's a like there's a thieves code of loyalty that I feel like Loki is very loose with. Like, he's very out for himself. Oh, sure. And there is, like, a missing aspect of loyalty. Like, granted, he did bring the ship back in the end and blah, right. blah, blah. Is, is Loki – what is his alignment, do you think, on the Chaotic alignment neutral. scale? Chaotic neutral. That's what I was going to say. Absolutely. Definitely out for himself. Yeah. Fuck everybody else. And does his own thing. And likes I'm on your side when it's convenient for yeah, me. Yeah, and likes to stir, stir the stew. Stir the pot. Yeah, yeah totally. Sure. Keep sure. things loose. I tend to gravitate towards uh, neutral good or lawful good mm. characters, mm-hmm. certainly. Mm. Uh, I would probably say Dave is probably the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm very neutral good. 
When's your, what's, what, when's your birthday? What's your sign? I'm a Leo. You're Leo. I'm a Leo. Okay. Yes. See, late, I, late in the Leo. I'm on the cusp of Leo to Virgo. Yes. Yeah, I'm a Virgo through and through, so I I can see those ten. I was like, yeah, I tend to get along with you. Mm. I'm a cancer, I either bash I'm heads watery. with Leos or I I don't. Mm-hmm. It's mm. the thing. I'm very f- I'm very fluid. Very fluid. Mm. Hence my draw towards chaos. I think. Mm. I think so. That's probably yes, what it is. Possibly changes moment to moment. The chaotic scale would mm-hmm. serve you well in that Maybe. sense. Maybe in that sense. I don't know. It's it's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, I tend. I I think I would do well in the bardic realm as well because mm. there's a lot of things that I see in myself that maybe I could amplify. But I feel like I'm too close to a bard in real life, so that I would. <laughs> I'm a bard who wishes mm-hmm. he was a paladin. You know what I mean? Ah, okay. I think if that if I had to put myself down on no. a character sheet, right. like we were talking about earlier, right, 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 a real life character sheet, I would mm. be a a modern day bard with aspirations to join mm. a paladin who order. wants to be a paladin. Yeah. Mm. Right. No, I totally get that. And I'm, I'm sort I'm of I'm too subject to my own whims to actually devote <laughs> to actually the dedication. Be but I think that's dedicated. why it's an alter ego. Like yeah. there is an yeah, element yeah. of that commitment to that way of life that yeah. that maybe calls I, to I you. think it I goes it goes a lot to be said uh, Superman was always my favorite for a long time. Oh, yeah. I mean that is uh, was my favorite superhero mm. f- forever. Like the ultimate Boy Scout, still you know, the ultimate sense of good. Not, not so much anymore. I've kind of hmm. grown more nuanced in my worldview. Hmm. So hmm. I think that Superman is. I find Superman a little too naive hmm. in in a sense. Like in 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 the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. he's you know and 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 also I I like the the way that Superman is is just the ultimate powerful superhero and in the sense that like the writing and stuff gets to me too, when I Mm. try to read Superman comics, but it's just, he can't ever die. He's like the ultimate martyr. He's the ultimate boy scout. And he's, he's just Mm. too squeaky clean, squeaky clean. Mm. Yeah. And I like, I like a little more Mm. nuance to my characters now. Mm. Like certainly I like, I like the concept of like a Deadpool more than I like Mm. the concept of, Superman now, but I'm not a Batman fan. Like oh, see, I'm not. Batman's I, been my favorite always. I never always. liked Batman. Oh, okay. Like I liked like the cartoon Batman. I lo- and I love Batman as a character. I don't identify with Batman mm. because okay. I don't. I don't think the ends justify the means, and Batman mm-hmm. has always struck me as. Mm-hmm. While he certainly has his own code of honor, he's. I remember reading. Uh, a, this book. It's one of my favorite books. It's a. It's a novelization of the comic book lines of the death and life of Superman. And uh the there there's a scene in the in the uh in Metropolis during the funeral and some there were like some muggers or something in the crowd that were lined up in Metropolis to see the you know the funeral procession go by and Batman was there and he like sneaks out from under the, you know, from from an alley and like grabs these two dudes and like strings them up essentially mm-hmm. and like, you know, he's 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 confronted by one of the other superheroes, a member of the Justice League, and is like, he's like, this is this isn't this isn't Gotham City. You can't just you know <laughs> do that shit. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he's like, it doesn't fucking matter. I'm Batman. What? He's like, I'm dealing with I'm dealing with a lot. <laughs> I'm in my process. <laughs> I'm in my feelings. <laughs> this Let me is how my I believe. Mm-hmm. So it was just it was just kind of like mm-hmm. it was like yeah, Batman kind of plays by his own rules, and and everyone kind of knows that in Gotham mm-hmm. City that you know you can get fucked up for doing. Mm-hmm. You know, well, where do you where do you weigh in on that? Like, what draws you to Batman? Do you think? So you know, it's interesting. Um, 
I'm suddenly finding myself thinking about this. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> but uh, my my original my original point. introduction to Batman really was the uh, the um, uh, old TV show, the Adam okay. West Adam West TV yeah, okay. show, Adam West Burt Ward, which is a and, very um, different Batman than yeah, we have now. It's very different, and and as a child, like just the 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 noble like righteousness of him um, hmm. was something that I really appreciated. Like everything was done for kind of like the squeaky clean kind of, you know, kind of like Superman. <laughs> like everything was like, like bat, that Batman was a kind of super squeaky well, clean. Like, and that, that Batman I admire. I agree. I, I will say, yeah, that's a very different Batman mm-hmm. than like even the, the eighties brought us, you know, but like that mm-hmm. Batman was a detective and he was resourceful and mm-hmm. he had, a, he had a solution to every problem. Mm-hmm. And, and, but they were solutions that he himself came up with. As stupid as they were, like a shark repellent shark, in yeah. your helicopter, which mm-hmm. is what every superhero mm-hmm. needs. Hey. But you know what I mean? But well, it's like yeah. – but still, it was like he was resourceful. He was a Boy Scout. He, he was always prepared. He was yeah. always yeah, prepared for any situation. Yeah. And that Batman mm-hmm. used And the, de- the detective mm-hmm. side of Batman, the smart, mm-hmm. intuitive, like, okay. mm-hmm. you know, gumshoe element of Batman, I do yeah. like a lot. And what I've liked about the evolution of Batman, I think, similar to what you were saying, Ben, about becoming more nuanced as as I've gotten older, is um, one of the things that's kept Batman as one of my favorites is, you know, as I've gotten older and more sophisticated, I guess more sophisticated (laughs) in my (laughs) worldview, complex. complex, Your palate has Um, gotten more sophisticated for um, sure. And, you know, questioning, like, the squeaky cleanness of, like, these messages that were sent out at that point how Batman has evolved with that. And so much of Batman's stories in a lot of ways um, are, are meditations on his behaviors and on the, the flaws of Batman and that he is a very flawed um, superhero who um, is doing his best to do what he think is right. And yet he is, you know, conflicting with that because like there isn't an absolute right and wrong and he's like, you know, just trying and he's fucking up. And I like yeah. that. I like how Batman has become this dark human, like fail flawed character yeah. who um has a very like and also like, you know, studying psychology, like myself, like Batman has a, a very complex psychology with his, with what happened to his parents and that he has a dark background, you know, that even from the beginning he had a very dark background and mm-hmm. and I I like that darkness of him, you know, so few yeah. I think superheroes. But ultimately what he chooses to do with mm-hmm. that is is for good. Like he he, yeah. he channels that into a source mm-hmm. of in his own justice. He's, he's yeah. kind of like and, a neutral good character, you know. He he yeah. does everything for good, but he does it in his way and it's not always the way that, you know. I would argue that Batman or, is more chaotic good than hmm. than that because he doesn't so, really he has his own code of justice and ethics, which I guess is more neutral than chaotic. But two points to add. That's a good point. One, I've always been drawn towards teams, right? Like you guys mm. have just both, like you guys talking about superheroes and things that you were drawn mm. toward, and I've always like the ambiguously gay duo. Yeah, yes, that's why <laughs> I like <laughs> you and Benji. Uh, no, but like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or X Men mm. or like more team focused sure. superheroes. Sure, but I think Superman also comes from a pretty dark place like being the last of his mm-hmm. race in a like a the sole survivor of genocide mm-hmm. like that is not that is not happy beginnings no right but i think that like rarely mm-hmm. does that get brought up mm-hmm. in the context of this conversation like you know batman 
is a product of his tragedy. And I feel like that's well, well out there in in the cultural zeitgeist. Well, I think I I don't think you can. Super, Superman has never had to deal. You don't on know a, on a vis- No, I do. <laughs> I do know. No, you don't. He hasn't had to deal on a on a visceral level of feel. Witnessing, he, he did not witness that loss. He did not feel it. He was literally in vitro as he tr- was transported off of the planet. He well, was, it's interesting if you think about he it from was like an, a an, baby, but from an attachment perspective, you know, yes, yeah, psychology. <laughs> like, let's he, go. You know, he, he, he was put, he was put into like a as an infant, as a newborn infant. You know, at the t- period of time where he's his most vulnerable and most dependent on. Nurturance from others. Assuming that Kryptonian children need the well, same things that humans do. That's, Go that's, on. We that's, kind of have to make that assumption. Yeah, because, because he fits so well into we – and he fits so well into human culture that there must be some similarity. I'm just saying. But yes, you're right, Max. Fair enough. Making Fair those enough. assumptions. Um, but then you know he he gets launched off and, and who knows how long he was in that spaceship flying through space. like um, Months? Yeah. Who days? Knows? But, hours? Who knows? But uh, anyway, just – there was probably lasting impacts on his psyche um, due he, to that that loss of yeah. attachment in that very vulnerable time. Of, he was probably well, old enough that... to imprint on his parents because I don't think he was mm-hmm. like literally born and then no, put into yeah. the pod. Is he that was... why he ha- he has that need to do so much good because he's trying to win the approval of the his parents that he never had? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. Ghost dad in the Fortress mm-hmm. of Solitude. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's got to be really weird too, because he has met his father in a way. He has at least met his father. He's met his father's consciousness. Yeah, which is so. Yeah, which is yeah. That's got to be. And we don't hear anything about his his mother so much, but man, women don't count. Apparently, not in crypto. (laughs) Not in the 1930s. No, No. get back to mother's wisdom. (laughs) Get back to the vacuum cleaner. Yeah, get back in the kitchen. Yes, make us the pot roast. Action Comics presents a motherless son of a lost planet <laughs> rises up to be Jesus. Wait, I can't say that like that. In blue tights on a cape. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah. Well, wasn't he meant to be like the ultimate like immigrant? Wasn't that? He like, was. That's yeah. his story. Is he's kind of the ultimate. Uh, yeah. Um, he's the ultimate version of the American dream in, mm. in in an odd way. Like he rises up to be this heroic figure. Uh, coming from nothing, from small town America, mm-hmm. from you know, just literally uh, f- from small from nothing, mm-hmm. from Smallville, yeah, <laughs> in a and, in a uh, land that's not his, it's not his homeland. He's he's he comes there, he's yeah. sent there, yeah. and, and he's he an immigrant, something of himself. But, yeah. yeah, he has to, and he's and and uh, in in true Marvel fashion, though he is a DC character with great power comes great responsibility, to mm-hmm. which he rises to the occasion and, and becomes the hero that we need uh, through the form of his oh, – they talk about this. What do they talk about this? They talk about this in uh, a Kevin Smith movie. Is it is it Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back or is it Clerks? They're talking about how, how Superman Clerks is – no. it's Well, they're <laughs> they're talking about how – it might even be Chasing Amy or some mm. Dogma or something. But it's it's a Kevin Smith movie, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. And they're talking about how Superman how, – how Superman – his alter ego is Clark Kent, like not mm-hmm. the other way around. Like yeah. he is not Clark Kent who mm-hmm. becomes Superman or mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne who becomes Batman. Yeah, I remember – and I forget what movie it is, but I remember that and how um, you know, his image – so – and Clark Kent is his image of the what 
a normal person, person is. Like yeah, very, yeah. Like kind yeah. of, it's his interpretation yeah. of our mm-hmm. culture and our society and what a mild-mannered, everyday mm-hmm. man is. Mm-hmm. What the he's most innocuous. Kent. What he wishes he could be, but yeah. he can't. Those things that That's he may very admire in yeah, others. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I like that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. God, I wish I could remember what movie. I know it's a Kevin Smith movie. Yeah, I'm remembering I that say it's now, Clerks. but I don't remember. I want to say it's Clerks. No. I don't think so, because Clerks... I, I think it might be Chasing Amy. I think you might be right on it, because it's a comic book one. It might have been more... Yeah. It might be. Because Clerks was like the whole Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back... Like that was the iconic nerd conversation of yeah, Clerks. Yeah, mm-hmm. fair enough. Um, was it Dogma? I don't. Is it Ben so. Affleck and no? Because they're the, they're outside of kind of human societies. They would be talking about that. Yeah, and that was all. I'll have to remember it. God Someone's an screaming at me over shit. the mm-hmm. over the airwaves. I know it. Kevin's gotta, like, yeah. Speaking of these movies, though, like the end of Chasing Amy is probably one of the most painful scenes. Like where he's got her and his buddy, and he's trying to convince them to have a threesome, and like that. <laughs> like that was. Easily one of the most painful scenes I've ever. I don't know why it's so painful. That other movie's than his, really like. I've always found it like. It's it's a very impactful movie. I've mm-hmm. always liked that movie, but it, yeah, it's and Kevin Smith, man, some of his movies are just so good. Mm-hmm. And that Chasing Amy is one of those that like it's just like, it's it's so good and it's it's like hard for me to watch in yeah. a way, like because yeah. it's like man, I there, there's a bit of that relatable like pining mm-hmm. for that that perfect woman that yeah. you know you think so much about and it's like ah uh, i've been there I've been there I, I think i've only seen chasing amy once and i don't remember it well at mm. all it's hard it's 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 difficult for me to watch like yeah. it, it it brings up a lot of stuff in my yeah. past yeah. You know what I mean? that's all right that's good that's yeah, i good feel art. like if for me to like it, i've i've passed up many opportunities to watch it because i'm like i just can't right now oh. it's it, it rings too many bells. It's like, oh. fuck, I need to be in the right space. I need to set up yeah. and be prepared yeah. to watch Chasing Amy. Huh. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's my alter ego, I guess, would, would uh, certainly not be any of those characters Chasing Amy. It would be someone who can, you know, deal with their past, like Batman. Mm. I guess. Is Batman dealing with his past? I feel like that's <laughs> another maybe, conversation. Maybe not in perhaps a healthy way, uh, <laughs> but he is channeling it for mm-hmm. ultimately for a force of good. Sublimation. Is it? Or is it being victimized by <laughs> his past? Should he He's have transcended it? it yeah, sure. exactly. At what point do you... He has to let it go at some Are point. you repeating these cycles? And... He still, you know, Batman goes to his parents' grave every day or week or whatever you know every mm-hmm. on the anniversary at least every year he goes. yeah speaking of it, it's, i wonder like if it if it's, it's a not a perpetuation of like i it's always raining and my too. parents died so i will always i have to be able to act in all times in all ways and that's why he's become like the perfect he's the perfect man of action batman in a lot of ways like he uh-huh. acts without necessarily thinking he's prepared to act at any moment for any in any circumstance in a way that will get results yeah um because at one point in his life he could not act, yeah. and his parents and his both his died. true ego, Bruce Wayne, is an interesting. And they they make in the Christopher Nolan movies they kind of make this 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 parallel, but like in a way, Bruce Wayne is also he becomes more Batman than mm-hmm. he does. Bruce, and Bruce Wayne's Wayne. the alter Bruce ego. Bruce Wayne is the alter ego, mm-hmm. really, uh, because he's, yeah, I, he's kind of this picture of the. Irresponsible playboy that mm-hmm. Batman wishes he could be, but he can't because he can't he is be this carefree, carefree. No, because the mantle of the the bat mask. Mm-hmm. Or the and I feel like from him. what's her name? Um, uh, oh, was, we're past time. We got to. Oh. So. Well, that was brought up at the end of the as Batman Begins, where he's like, you know, I'll, I'll eventually become be able to be myself, and she's like, no, like the other person is you. Like this is yeah. your this is your facade. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's not real. 
Bruce Wayne's not real. Yeah. He's just a front. Mm-hmm. We, aren't, aren't we all just fronts keeping ourselves away from our true alter egos, Sneaky, our rogues, knife throwing rogues, our Aragorns, yes. and our <laughs> Jedi mm-hmm. bards? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jedi bards. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I anyway, that. hey, thanks for downloading and listening to Ignorant Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We've been your hosts, Mr. Max, Sirakis, Dan Sirak. Damn straight. And I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore. Big thanks to our in-studio guest host today, Mr. Outdoor Dave. Thanks for being with us, Dave. You're so welcome. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> and I uh, am encouraging you to <laughs> subscribe to whatever podcast you're listening to us on. Uh, hit that subscribe button. Rate, review us on iTunes. That always helps other people find our awesome podcast. And uh, you can track us on the Twitter. Send us a tweet. At Ignun, you can send us your topics on Twitter as well. You can check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash ignorantuninformed. Check out all the podcasts at ignorantuninformed.com. Send your topics to topics at ignorantuninformed.com. And if we uh, air your topic, you will get a gift from us of some kind, T-shirt or otherwise. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Hot Ass Freshness. All up in your grill. Peace out.